everyone, and welcome to the 188th episode of the Poorly Planned Podcast. My name is Benedict. You may know me better as BHL Hudson. Here we talk about movies, TV shows, a bunch of nonsense. With me, as always, is my friend, co-host, and uh, summering, summering buddy. I feel like we could throw a bit of a generic one in there a, occasionally. We're, we're a, summering. A fair, one, a fair one to say. You I am shirtless. I am, shirtless. I'm feeling good. It's it's a good summer's day. Mm. Enjoying the the. Can I just say I'm I'm very impressed with um, the range of motion your arms have <laughs> when you're standing. <laughs> Thank you. I There's am... a lot of lot of throwing them back and forth. <laughs> I do uh, I do love a good standing pod. That's what we're doing today. When I'm in America, the the desks here aren't really that great for podcasting. There's a lot of creaky chairs and whatnot. Um, so mm. I'm hitting. We were saying I'm getting my steps in. You know, I'm hitting a little. Little standing uh-huh. pot. I love. I, honestly, I love the energy I can get from this. This is fantastic. This is way better. <laughs> He's constantly sparring with himself. Yeah. <laughs> He's shadow boxing, guys. I feel like the either the really hungover, like dead in a chair pods, or the standing high energy pods. Those are the best. I feel like the in between, which is ninety percent of them, <laughs> just dead, just garbage. Yeah, trash. <laughs> um, also, I would like to say if you can hear. A drill in the background. It's because they're destroying some mall or something, so there's some annoying noise in the background. Can't help it. I apologize, but we move, as they say. Um, mm, we do move, as, as they say. I also, by the way, there are time codes down below. Uh, today I'm thinking we do... There's minimal news, so I say we just get it out of the way. There's mainly one piece of news. Okay. Um, and mm-hmm. then I say we do two or three small mini reviews each. Okay. Does that sound okay? okay. Do, just, just a couple, because I've watched a lot, but we, we, we just sprinkle. It sounds great. You know, give them a tease mm-hmm. of, of the mini-reviews <laughs> with the already mini-review-named segment. Um, and then <laughs> we are going to be talking The Flash. And by we, I mean mostly I, because Frederick has not seen it. But again... I've not. I tried. But you know what? It's the poorly planned, baby. I'll, I'll react to what I hear. <laughs> I'll just... I'll throw visuals at you. You will have awe-inspired <laughs> reactions. Ezra Miller naked <laughs> applaud. <laughs> that is literally part of the movie. He is naked for for a bit of it, um, and you are expected to applaud. Yeah, I guess we'll get into the whole Ezra Miller stuff as well. We have not touched on the the Miller in a while, so that'll be mm-hmm. that'll be an interesting return to that topic. But uh, before we get into it, there are time codes down below. Just want to start off real quick, very very briefly. Mm. It's been too long with the BHL rant. Just very just just a quick oh again just a little tease. God. Ha- have, have I missed them? <laughs> you know, I've been, I think I've been too happy for too long. It's time to bring back the uh, the angry old Life's man Life's been energy. too good lately. It's been treating you too right. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm standing up. I'm fired up. And I want to say, and I, I realize this A is like a huge, you know, first world problem type moment. And B um, kind of sounds like a Seinfeld bit that I'm about to do. But I promise this is mm. genuine. What is the deal with leaf blowers? Can I just... Can I just put this out there? Mm. I don't okay. understand the concept, the the function, the 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 use. They are loud, terrible, annoying, and also and don't really do that much. All you do is move leaves from one place to the other, which you could do very easily with a rake, perhaps, or just not at all. Who cares? Their leaves. You know, you know, you know what I say. Mm. Fuck the leaf blower. Right. Give me a leaf sucker. Am I right? That's what I've been thinking the whole that time. Make, you nailed it. That would make everything so much easier. <laughs> like you get a big old bag, Santa Claus style, attached to it. Right. You just suck them boys in. Suck them as, boys as, in. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. Like a leaf, a leaf vacuum, perhaps, perchance. A leaf. I like sucker more, okay. but we'll go with. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, I but I agree that the. the 
the leaf blower just is yeah, as you say, it's loud. And then, what does it really do? One gust of wind, boom! All your yeah, work's undone. You're trash, you know, and you suck. Um, so. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, um, I say we jump into some mini reviews. Uh, I've watched, mm, but a, a very warrant, a very warranted um, rant. Guys. Of course, I've been I've been dealing with this. You know, the the drill I can put up with, <laughs> I guess. But a leaf blower, these motherfuckers are leaf blowing like every other day. It's like, how many fucking leaves do you... God. It's not even fall. Anyway, sorry. It's been on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get it out there for an yeah. audience. <laughs> first things first, menu review number one for me. I'm going to start mm. with a film I watched last night, um, which I, thi- I don't know if you've heard of, actually, because it's, it's one of those kind of okay. film student-y, like, ooh, you haven't even seen this mm. film, but it's a little bit more on the mainstream where kind of like... The mainstream audiences have also seen it, so I feel like you fall in that in that grown-ups too. Yeah, <laughs> yes, of course. All that <laughs> film student friends. You haven't seen grown-ups too? It's the best thing since. <laughs> it's a classic. Zaddy's Home or whatever, whatever he's. What's that one called? Called Zaddy's Home. <laughs> the one where he like is a he has a mustache and stuff. Zohan, the 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 rise. Oh, of the don't Zohan. mess with the Zohan. Right. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know. So can we just say don't mess with the Zohan? Turn into Zaddy's Home. <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't he, it's not a movie called, like, Daddy's Home or something, isn't he? Anyway, I watched Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I don't know if you've, uh, mm. if you're familiar. Is that, is that a, is that a little, is that a cheeky, is that a carry? It is a carry. A carry in, uh, I want to say rare dramatic role, but he, he, he does the drama occasionally. He was, he's, he's done some drama. He was, he was Dr. Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Why? Why? But yes, he has. Um, um yeah. I have not... I don't think I've seen it, but I hear great things. Yeah, I'd heard it's written by Charlie Kaufman, who I'd, I'm not really, I haven't seen any of his films, but he's sort of a big uh, big name in the, you know, pretentious film mm. person space. So I was like, I should probably get on, get on that train. And um, uh-huh. it was very, very, very good. Uh, very interesting, I would say, more than, I did enjoy it, but I think I gave it four and a half on Letterboxd, and it was more for... How interesting and unique it was, then, like, it was actually, you know, incredibly moving, or I loved it a lot. Like, I did like it, but I think because it was completely different from anything I've ever seen, um, I don't know, I just mm. love those kind of movies where it's like, because, you know, especially being podcasters, we've seen all kinds of movies. We've Ooh, seen every kind of movie, you know? We, we've <laughs> seen we've seen it all. So to come across a film that's nothing like anything I've ever seen... Was pretty cool. Just a brief. Was that, was that in the in the in the plot or more the cinematography of it? Why, why, why was it so different? More the more the style, um, because the the basically the plot is Jim Carrey. You know he's um, having trouble getting over his ex, or he's you know having some some ex girlfriend problems, and there's mm. a it's like a totally realistic movie with one like fantasy element where there's some company that offers a service where they erase one person from your memory. Um, and so he goes to do that to get the ex-girlfriend re- erased. And basically the movie takes place, like, switching between the real world where he's, like, asleep having this process done to him and in his mind. And when it's in his mind, it's very surreal. It's him, like, jumping between memories and, you know, suddenly, like, things are collapsing and then people have no faces and suddenly he sees himself and all this, you know, crazy weird shit. But it's not, like, just random for the sake of it. It's all very, I don't know, very clever, very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. And... And that leads to really interesting themes about, you know, love and experiences and the the hardships of relationships and whatnot. And I'm not gonna say <laughs> I'm not gonna say Jim Carrey is literally me, um, but I will say <laughs> I think it's a it's a good 
there's some stuff in there that I think is relatable to a lot of people who've, you know, been in relationships mm. and have breakups. And there's there's some very interesting kind of more universal themes about the hardships of relationships and stuff and um, moving on and, what, you know, if you still want the memories of the good and the bad, whatever. But um, but yeah. uh, Jim Carrey is him, as they say. Um, but mm, I was <laughs> Jim Carrey, literally me. <laughs> That's my review. But uh, I will also say there's an extremely nutty Ruffalo performance in there as well, which I think you'd enjoy. Ooh. There's a very, there's a very comedic, okay. the, the not inside Jim Carrey's mind stuff is very, is quite comedic. It's the people who like are doing the operation on him. And one of them is Ruffalo. Um, the other one's Elijah Wood, who's also extremely, uh, I don't know if nutty is the right word. <laughs> what, but... what a, what a twist. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ruffalo and there's another guy, but the other guy is Elijah, Elijah Wood. Wood. <laughs> are you not soul? <laughs> Um, but it also has a really, God, I need to watch this. <laughs> um, he's a bit of a creep, but it has a, a really... Um, <laughs> in real life. <laughs> in the movie. A really a poignant ending as well. So I would say Eternal Sunshine, definitely worth a little watcheroo. I really... I've heard many things about it, now even more, and I really want to watch it, especially because I do like a Carrie in a, in a more dramatic role. He's very... He's a good actor. He is a good actor, despite all the Dumb and Dumberness he's been doing. Hey, Dumb and Dumber is a, it's just, it's a, it's a bang. Dumb and Dumber, great. Dumb and Dumber 2. Okay, I'll give you that Not one. so much. I'll give you that one. I've been getting them weirdly recommended a lot to me on my, like, For You page on TikTok for, for some reason. Nice. Dumb and Dumber 2 clips, which is just <laughs> not good at all. That is a massive insult to your intelligence. <laughs> a computer <laughs> looked at what you like and decided, you know what, we should yeah, exactly. The up. algorithm determined <laughs> me to be the kind of guy who wanted to watch Dumb and Dumber 2 clips. <laughs> which, can you really argue with them? Well, not really, but there, there's a scene with Rob Riggle when they're in the car. Mm. It's like, do you guys want to play smelt it dealt it or some shit i was like Shut yeah up, guys. yeah it's so bad it's anyways it's a classic now you know it well you get the algorithm as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's my whole feed is that scene <laughs> it's that scene about various cool edits <laughs> smelt it dealt it <laughs> jim carrey literally him <laughs> god anyway anyway um yeah sorry okay we'll move on um okay well sir for once mm. i would like you to cue that intro. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> mm. hmm. Fat fucking Will chance. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I finished Vinland Saga, the new uh, the the new season of Vinland Saga, and goddamn, is it was it beautiful? Such mm. a good time. So I I don't know how much I've talked about Vinland Saga so far on the pod. Um, first season, it's about Vikings, right? First season is uh, basically the plot is main character his dad when he's very like when the son main character is very young his dad's killed in front of him and then the son is basically taken hostage slash just kind of like taken onto the crew of the kidnapper slash killers right and then his whole life is about revenge and everything like that and he ends up murdering a bunch of people to try and get it and anyways then stuff happens and then this next season is like you jump to a few years later. I hear the popo are on your ass. They <laughs> <laughs> heard my leaf blower rant. <laughs> they know you're about to make the leaf sucker. <laughs> An area 51 equipment. <laughs> I must be stopped. <laughs> you're literally him. <laughs> Sorry. Um, this new season is basically him 
a few years later trying to get away from all the violence and it's a, it's a completely different shift in tone of the show but in a way that weirdly works like i saw a lot of comments um when i saw like a few like reviews of it and stuff like that they're like oh this is so boring this is so slow and like in the beginning i was kind of like it was a drastic shift but the more i watched it um and i kind of binged a few of the episodes which i think helps and so that you don't have too many like slow episodes one week at a time but binging it it was just it's a beautiful kind of transformation of him being this violent killer to him being you know trying to create a better world um without using violence and it was just it was a beautiful contrast and there's some new exciting characters animation is beautiful um and the ending i won't lie kind of kind of got me choked up a little bit it was it was a beautiful drew a tear drew a little tear um which is a theme in these mini reviews uh today as you'll as you'll come to see but yeah vinland saga actually very very nice and i think it's i think it's one you would appreciate because the first one is i think more you know the kind of typical anime or just a lot of violence very cool main character whereas this one delves into a lot of like deeper issues of guilt and you know how to properly deal with issues and this is beautiful it's great I was gonna ask if it was more kind of comedic in the in the first season and less so in the second. Um, I would I wouldn't even say it's very comedic. It's more just kind of like action drama. There's a very little bit of comedy, but that's mainly from like more funny characters, less so than like intended mm. comedy. Whereas this one, this one is quite bleak. Um, like no one's really safe in the show. That anyone can freaking die at any point, which is you know cool, but also a bit bit heart wrenching. I say. I love my heart being wrenched. <laughs> it's my—it's a hobby of mine. <laughs> um, so yeah, Vinland Saga season two, muy bien. I I like. All right, and we we have a, an anime recommendation of the of the week, and a, and a Scandinavian related one. I can allow this. I might even exactly. put the intro in for that. Ooh, it's about time. <laughs> I mean, no, let's not get our hopes up too high. <laughs> yeah, the moment I ask for the intro, you go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, speak speaking of wrenched hearts kind of or perhaps a film mm. that was meant to wrench my heart but maybe didn't so much Ooh, okay. i might be about to go in here not really i kind of liked it but the pursuit of happiness starring one william smith one one slap slap slapeth and smith slapeth and smith is another one that i've heard you know a lot of good things and it's kind of one that's mentioned a lot when i don't know mm. people are just sort of I've I've made I'll be honest I made a little list of kind of movies that are mentioned a lot that I've not seen so I can kind of uh-huh. get more get more uh, educated on these kind of things. Mm, um, of course, I did like it quite a I liked it quite a bit, um, but I was a bit disappointed. I was expecting it's been I've heard it called be called like the most inspirational movie ever made, the most motivational movie, mm. and I kind of get it, but it's about Will Smith and he's broke and he's sad and he's trying to make money for him and his kid. And whatnot. Okay. Um, okay. And it's like I get the inspiration part because spoiler alert, um, it it does end with success. Uh, it'd be funny. I, I think I've seen it where it's like where he he's like yes sir. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the famous you, clip at the end, you know. And um, yeah. so it ends with success, and I get it. It's inspirational. He goes through all these hardships. However, I'll, I'll say this: I think there's mm. such a thing as. <laughs> this is not i because i realize this is a real guy <laughs> okay. who went through real stuff so i'm not saying this about like life i'm saying this in terms oh, this is based of on a real story it is there is only so much mm. suffering and sadness that can be watched in a movie because i thought there's mm. like in an inspirational story i feel like there's like valleys and hills or whatever the fuck you know troughs and highs and lows 
And this movie is uh-huh. just all lows. It's just stressful as fuck. <laughs> it's just him running around, having no money, being kicked out of places, having his shit <laughs> stolen, never being, you know, his wife hates him, all this shit. And I was like... I was like, okay, like about halfway through, I was like, okay, maybe there's going to be like a little victory here and there. And there's like kind of is, but not really. And then like at the very <laughs> end, you get maybe 90 seconds of like, he, he succeeds. Happiness. Like that, that scene where he's like, yes, or, you know, I, I did it or whatever. That lasts about like a minute. And then that's like, that's it. And then it's like the end. And then he sold his company in 2000. The pursuit of happiness is, is a minute long. Basically, the happiness part of it. It's all the pursuit. And I didn't want the pursuit. I wanted the happiness. <laughs> It's all the pursuit. (laughs) What a a review. Pursuit too long. End goal not long. (laughs) Too much pursuit, no happiness. Like, I get it, and some of it's kind of interesting and fun, but it's just, it gets, just from, like, a storytelling perspective, it gets so repetitive, and it's such a downer that it's, like, that... So you're telling, you're basically telling, can I just get this straight? You're telling this real guy (laughs) to get his shit in order and stop being such a whiny bitch. That is not what I'm saying, but I like, I, uh, I don't know, man. It's just like, I was, I don't know. I, okay. Here's how I would describe it. At the end of every month, I go through my finances. I go through my bank. I see what I spent that month. I see what I made. I, you know, see how much money I have, whatever. And, you know, Mm. of course I'm extremely grateful and fortunate to not be in the situation that will smith is in in this movie however Uh it's still a stressful experience that's not a fun thing to do every month i don't look forward to that i feel stressed and not happy as i am doing that thing this movie is basically Uh just that feeling for two hours and then like 90 seconds of like you're not broke the end like i don't know Uh Uh, i Uh I know i'm missing the point of the filmmaking and the beautiful story and all that and whatever but i found it to be again too much pursuit not enough happiness (laughs) yeah basically so your review is Will Smith should just be better, is what you're yes, saying. Yes, yeah. Um, I think the movie should just have been a constant stream of success. <laughs> and then at the very end, a minute of despair. <laughs> <laughs> it's just him kicking all the ass, and then at the end, he loses all his money. That's the pursuit. The pursuit of anxiety? <laughs> the, pers- the pursuit of unhappiness? The pursuit of literally not being him? <laughs> A journey I'm constantly on. He's just like living his best life. Not in like a douchey way, but just having like, you know, loving family, great, like a good financial situation. At the end, it all comes to (laughs) me. In 90 seconds, they just rip it away from him. It's been this like brilliant, just grown-ups two-esque experience out of nowhere. Sir, your entire family is dead and all your money's been stolen and you've been- And you are criminally in debt. Yeah, that'd be That'd be wonderful. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so funny. And it does the the like scene actually doesn't change. It just goes, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Cut to credits. It's completely silent. <laughs> and then the Men in Black so rap starts. <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith will return. <laughs> God. Anyway, so yeah, Pursuit of Happiness, a okay. Not also as, as a movie, it was it was fine. There were a couple of kind of like goofy, cheesy moments, but it was it was fine. Mm. Okay, cool, cool. Ooh. Um, I will move on from that <clears throat> to yes. another heart wrencher. Ooh, I finished the last season and and final season. I I hear of Ted Lasso. 
Mm. Season three, pretty great all around. It, honestly, such a great TV show all around. It's so, so good. I think you would really enjoy it. Inspirational, funny. You do not have to be a football fan whatsoever to enjoy it. Mm. Just great. Anyways, watch the final episode and... Goddamn. Was it just tied everything together? So emotional. Um, I did. I did shed more than one tear in, oh. in this one. And there's, there's been like you know, there's been some beef between characters where one like it's been like was well, obviously someone was definitely in the wrong. You can definitely like you see it from their side and like how much it's actually hurt them that they did something. And then mm-hmm. they it kind of gets resolved in the end. And it's just oh, it's beautiful. And um, did the Sudeikis do a do a little dance? I saw. This is did do a dance. No, it's and there's like it's beautiful. It's a beautiful like tie like tying back to like earlier parts. Like even in season one, there's like the main sh- like the main player like best player on the team. Jason is is doing his usual sedaking in that he's like, oh, you should be a bit of a clown on the field. Be like, give me the ball, give me the ball. You know, draw attention to yourself and away from other players. Mm. And in the final match, he does that, and it's just like, oh, what a throwback! A beautiful like kind of culmination of of tactics and heart and just. Oh, so good. And sedaking. And and sedaking. <laughs> Ooh, new machine idea. The leaf sedaker. <laughs> I don't want to know what that machine would do to you. <laughs> it's not for leaves. It's for balls. <laughs> it's for Will Smith when he's unhappy. <laughs> it will increase the unhappiness by 100%. But yeah, uh, Ted Lasso... Definitely recommend it. So good. Um, I did hear the, uh, the the third season got some mixed reviews. I heard there was a lot of people saying it, it really fell off, so to speak. Ooh, well, to those people, I say, fuck you. No, I say it was, um, it was, um, I don't know. I think I, I really liked it. Maybe not as much as season two. Season two might have been the best, but at the same time, it just got a bit of a more cozy feeling. This one, like first one, mm. was good, but it was there had like there's some constant stress there that you'll see when you when you inevitably watch it. Season two was great, and then this one, everyone it's just kind of coming together a little bit, you know. And it was, I I really liked it. I would not say it fell off whatsoever. Okay, no, fair enough. I'm, I'm just the messenger, but um, good to hear. And that is on that previously mentioned list of uh pop culture kind mm. of things to to get through. Uh huh. Um, no, great to hear. Should we? possibly save the rest of the mini reviews for another time hit a little news i think we should a flash all right let's do it i like it i like it news we only have trailers which i know is not your specialty in terms of watching Mm, it's it's not it's (laughs) it's not my strongest of suits (laughs) uh but there's only really one that we have to talk about we don't have to (laughs) but one (laughs) there's only one where i have a gun to my head that we have to talk about (laughs) and i think I, I don't want to be that guy, oh, but I think I've watched it. You might have seen the trailer for Expend Fordables. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> of course I've watched the trailer for Expend Fordables. <laughs> no, I mean, I, to be fair, I did just want to mention that because I love that title. Because as we established, we love movies with the number mm. in the, you know, it's great. Uh-huh. So Expend Fordables. I, I feel like they don't do it as much anymore. So that was a, that was a good throwback. Uh-huh. Um, but no, the, the one we are talking about. It's a little lemon and or mm. tangerine. Never remember. <laughs> ne- you never get this right. <laughs> no, it's not. Wait, it's it's um, mango. No, is it not? No, it is lemon no. tangerine. The, yeah, but who? Ah, <laughs> it's lemon. Wait, no, it's mango. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, it's Aaron Taylor Johnson as Craven the Hunter. 
I have seen it! Oh my god, unbelievable. This is a big win for the book. Um. <laughs> and for me personally. Um, well, what are we what are we thinking about the latest Venomverse, uh, Morbiusverse addition to this truly, truly god-awful universe? Can you, uh, can you think of a um, universe you'd rather not live in than the Morbius Venomverse? <laughs> maybe the Pursuit of Happiness universe. <laughs> that's true. It's just, I literally, my review was on, on Letterboxd, stressful-ass movie. That That's all there is to it. It's just, it's just not fun. But anyway, what did you think of Craven Monster? Just not a good time. I won't lie. I got very excited for it. Really? Um, yeah. I don't know. I just, I'm a big fan of, of the Tangerine Right. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah, is Tangerine. Get out of here. No it's just, you got me questioning it so much now. <laughs> it's Tangerine, definitely. Um, and I, I, I'm a big fan, and looks like there'll be some decent action, actually. A bit of violence. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I, I will say I was a bit thrown off by him not having his Tangerine voice. It's a bit more high-pitched and less manly, I dare say, the voice oh. in this one. I don't know if I, if I um, clocked that specifically. What's what accent is he rocking? Um, he's doing he's doing American, isn't he? No, he's he. I think he's doing American, and mm-hmm. I prefer him with the with a tangerine accent. Oh, fair, fair. I think he is British in real life. Maybe who's to say? I mean, his name's Aaron Taylor Johnson. That's pretty. That's pretty UK. <laughs> that's pretty Nigerian of him. <laughs> um. <laughs> a classic Mandarin name. Ah, Mandarin <laughs> tangerine. Ah. Ah. Nice. Thank the you. Mandarin? He's tangerine? <laughs> He's a lemon? <laughs> the Mandarin? He's a lemon? <laughs> Complete schizophrenic breakdown from the Kingsley? <laughs> Imagine that. The Mandarin? He's a strawberry? Sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, sorry. Your, your, <laughs> your thing did freeze, and then you just came okay. back. I see. <laughs> things I, just came back <laughs> doing like a five nights at freddy's jump scare and i just hear the man <laughs> is a strawberry <laughs> that was very disturbing that's one of the scariest okay. things because i said it because i because we were laughing right and then i said the <laughs> man is a strawberry and he fell completely <laughs> silent i'm like ah oh, damn real Fuck. stinker that one did not laugh <laughs> you went too far Clear. Clearly tough crowd. <laughs> God, anyway, Craven the Hunter. Um, I mean, I yes, I agree. I like the um, I like the Taylor Johnson. I also thought it was a very amusing crow appearance. Who clearly, I don't know, needs yeah. like a new pool or something because the mummy money wore off. Like, why? Why would Russell mm-hmm. Crowe be? In, I feel like he's a respected man. I feel like I mean, he's an Oscar winner, sure. Yeah. But. Um, why is he taking, like, small dad parts in, like, The Mummy and, <laughs> and Craven the Hunter? What a to, brilliant way to describe it. <laughs> to be clear, the part is small. small. Russell Crowe is enormous. Sm- <laughs> he's a huge man. I don't know how he fits his pants in that gut. <laughs> no, Anyways. He's, not, he's not fat, but, I mean, like, he's a big guy, you know? He's not the man <laughs> wrong with him being fat. You just said... <laughs> You just said, sorry, not little dad. He is enormous. <laughs> I keep digging. Um, anyway. No, no, sorry, not fat, just obese, okay? <laughs> no, he's, he's great. I don't know. He's in great shape. He's really sexy. Um, <laughs> the best, the best save? No, I don't know. He's in great shape. <laughs> 
you're not fat. You're really, God. really hot. Tries to kiss him. <laughs> God, imagine that. He's like, just call me fat. No, sorry. Let me suck your dick. <laughs> Crow <God>. smiles. <laughs> it's how he does it every time. Crow's reverse psychology. Um, appear fat and then just get your dick sucked. <laughs> <laughs> literal <laughs> literal him move <laughs> oh my god it's so it's so funny seeing you just disappear <laughs> oh my god I just oh. sorry I was imagining Russell Crowe with a book that says literal him moves <laughs> and it's just one page that says appear fat get your dick sucked oh <laughs> uh. Jesus. Anyway, apologies for all that. Oh, Russell Crowe is not fat. Oh, he's sexy. <laughs> yeah, let's not get into the fucking psyche of this again. Craven the Hunter. Um, look, oh, I, I okay, I agree. Jesus. I like to see R-rated superhero stuff. I feel like that's that's for this mm. kind of character, especially. He bites a dude's nose off and spits it out. That's kind of fun. Yeah, um, very cool. I think it just looks bad. Like, I don't know. It's it's. To be fair, what? I did say this about The Flash, and I, as we'll get to, I liked it a lot. Um, mm. But the trailer just has all the hallmarks of a bad superhero movie, and because it's from Sony, like, it just... There's some... There, it's just, like, something about, like, the way it's shot, and you can... T- it just looks very... It looks like Morbius, and... It doesn't look as bad as Morbius, but it looks sort of similar style to Venom Morbius, where, like, it's very kind of generically shot. There's nothing that interesting about it. It's kind of goofy. Some of the effects are okay. Some of them are kind of weird. Some action looks kind of fun. I'll give you that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's my main kind of. I guess that's the main reason it. you go to it, but I just think it's going to be another. I think it'll be better than Morbius for sure, but I think it'll probably be on par with Venom One, which I know you liked a lot. I did not like very much. Which I think. I, well, you say that, but you you secretly do like it. It was a lot. bit of a banger. Okay, it's my favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I think it has, like, mid-tier Sony Marvel movie written... Actually, below mid-tier Sony Marvel movie written all over it, to me, personally. Mm. I'm so, I hate to be the okay. the bringer of bad news. I won't lie, I was not super focused on what was actually going on in the trailer, and I wasn't analyzing it very well. I was more like, oh my god, Aaron Taylor. Aaron Taylor. Weird voice. Biting noses. I will also th- say, I think, the, the thing in the trailer where... I don't know, not that this should be really a discredit to the movie, but I don't know, maybe because I'm less into the superhero stuff now, and I'm more, <laughs> I don't want to say I hang out with, like, non-nerds. I definitely hang out with mostly <laughs> nerds, but, like, I can just imagine that moment in the trailer where, like, he's like, the animal blood falls in his blood, and then it's like, and then I became in tune with all the animals or whatever. I can just imagine, like, people who I see a movie with, like, laughing in the cinema when that trailer comes up, you know what I mean? Because mm. it's just, it looks... It's like Spider-Man, but that was 2002, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I feel like we yeah, kind of yeah. moved past this sort of thing. But I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> looks mid, in my opinion. I'm excited, um, but I do see some of your points. Thank I'll give you that. That's all we can really hope for. But anyway, that's the news mm. for the week. <clears throat> Whew, I need to recover myself here a little. <laughs> that, that crow bit yeah, you are, you are, took you me are. out. <laughs> it was so funny you'd be like running across the street and then out of nowhere you'd just like dr- you'd like drop uh, like as if you just got shot or something or like a tr- trap door opened beneath you just <laughs> this, this, 
is the problem with me having all this mobility, you know? I can do, like, a whole Benny Hill skit running back and forth. Um, God. So, should we talk about the film that has lit up the internet? Mm, yes. Kind of. I don't really know. I don't know if people... It's kind of bombing a little bit at the box office. But there seems to be oh. a lot of debate online. A lot mm. of differing opinions. And, um... I'd like to present my case and see... And I'd like to listen as, to your case. As someone who hasn't seen the film, what you think of my case. Mm. Um, okay. The Flash. We both thought looked pretty good, and then as it approached closer, mm-hmm. we were thinking, looks a little stinky, can't lie. Yeah. Um, but it's turned it around. Is, is that what you're saying? I do believe, personally, uh, this was a very enjoyable film. I had a very good time with it. Ooh. And I... Nice. There are definitely elements that I can agree are big stinker. I will say right off the bat, it might be the ugliest superhero movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's fucking hideous to look at for a lot of it. But very nice. As a, ironically, I feel like a lot of superhero movies have completely whatever stories and you know no thought really put into the script and then it's like oh but look cool effects whatever weirdly i feel like this is kind of the opposite where i really enjoyed the the comedy the dialogue the dynamics of the characters and i thought the effects looked like absolute dog shit so okay was it was the movie going for that do you think like do you think it purposely didn't focus as much on the effects or were the effects still focused on heavily Especially towards the end, there's a big focus on the effects. There's the big kind of third act thing. And there are a couple times mm. where you can argue it's intentional. There is a part... Are we are we doing spoilers here? What are we, what are we doing? Should I keep this keep this light? What are, what are we thinking? Man, hit me with all the spoilers. Ah, Alright, spoilers galore. You've been warned. So basically, the plot of the film is... Uh, the Flash, he figures out he can go through time. Uh, slash to other dimensions or whatever when you go to a new timeline, whatever. They do the whole scene where they explain how time travel works and yeah. whatever. Um, but basically, when he's in that speed force bubble that sends him through time, the way they present it visually is he sees like... It's bas- it's hard to describe. It's basically like he's in the center of an arena that's like dark red, okay. which is not a very pretty color to have like most of the screen filled with. Mm. And then it's like he sees like hundreds of copies of the same scenarios like layers and layers and layers and he can kind of like choose which one to go towards and they look fucking horrendous like cgi wise it's like people's like cgi faces and that's the only one where i think (laughs) you can kind of excuse it because it's like because it's in the speed force and he's traveling he's seeing a million scenarios maybe it's supposed to look really fake and rubbery and weird Mm. but the problem is other effects in the film that are not in that scenario also look that bad so it's kind of hard to believe that they... Because I think the director even said, like, well, you know, it's in the Speed Force. It's supposed to look weird or whatever. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. It's kind of like a get-out-of-jail-free card. Yeah, but oh, then it's like... moving super fast. Other shit looks kind of bad as well. But I would like to focus primarily on what I really enjoyed. And I, I also... I got I got some major heat on my Letterboxd for this take. Um, I got a lot okay. of BHL comments um okay love those which to be fair i know some people just didn't like it i do also think i maybe phrased my review a little strangely because i said um something like unlike a lot of superhero movies lately this feels like an actual movie and Mm -hmm. i think what i meant by that was superhero movies in the past like four to five years because like lately lately like the past few months we've had spider-verse we've had um guardians 3 
we've had some 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 real bangers, you know, Cer- cer- certified bangers. Yeah. But I meant more kind of post, like MCU post Endgame, like Ant Man and the Wasp, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever the fuck. And what I mean by it feels like a real movie is that most of the movie is centered on uh, Barry traveling to you know another timeline, whatever, and meeting mm-hmm. other Barry, meeting himself. And uh-huh. is there a lot to, of banter back and forth between the two bears? There's a lot of banter. There's so much banter. You can't even handle how much banter there is. And normally okay, that's, a, that's a recipe for a movie being really annoying and self-indulgent and stupid. But it was really funny. Especially if it's Ezra Miller. Well, yeah, we'll get to Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller kind of... It's a shame because I walked out and I was like, I really enjoyed that. And then kind of like all the Ezra Miller stuff, it's like, ah. Because, like, look, I want to say... This is the he's forgiven. No, no, definitely not. Like this is the Kevin Spacey and Baby Driver and other things thing. Where like it you he's good. Like he's a good actor, but you don't want to. It feels weird to say it because you know. But like I'll say in terms of a performance, Ezra Miller is very fun in this movie, and it's mm-hmm. a shame because I didn't really like him. Sorry, actually, by the way, I did not know Ezra Miller identifies as they them, which I realize we've said. Oh. He and him for a long time. My bad. I just did not know that. I didn't really like them as the Flash in the previous movies. Like I thought, yeah, it's kind of annoying, it's weird, and it's a shame because finally I'm like, I can get on board with this. This is a fun character. I'd like to see this character again and more things. This is a fun performance. I'm like, oh wait, Ezra Miller. You know, bare minimum dealing with a ton of issues. Maximum terrible person. You know, I, you can decide mm-hmm. where you want to put your opinion so on the spectrum. Are, are more movies going to have Miller? Apparently they said they're not going to recast him, but I don't know. I think they also thought this would be a huge hit, and they're like, well, we can't get rid of Ezra Miller then if it's a huge hit, and it's not looking like it's going to be, so they might be like, oh, well, fuck it. He's more trouble than he's worth. Sorry. They... Yeah. Ah, oh, you idiot. Sorry. You idiot. <laughs> sorry. I won't lie. I'm just going to say it right now. I will also forget this. I've, it's just in the, the heat of the conversation. I'm sorry. We're... We are trying. And the thing is, you know how they made him, like, actually a good character, like, an actually fun character, is they put him next to this alternate Barry Allen, who's, like, a bit younger, and he's a complete fucking idiot, and our Uh Barry Allen, the one we've seen before, has to take on a bit more of, like, a straight man role, a bit more of a responsibility role, and it actually makes him really likable and fun, and it provides a really fun dynamic, and I was like, holy shit, they actually did it, they actually made him likable and, like, interesting. That's what I mean when I say it felt like a real movie, is a lot of these superhero movies feel like okay, now we need to do the next Ant-Man thing. Where's Ant-Man going to go? He's going to go in the quantum realm and then we throw a bunch of shit in it and whatever. Like, it's like, it starts with, <laughs> it's like a bullshit superhero thing. Where this one, it feels a little bit like it was like, character A travels to another timeline and meets themselves and themselves mm. is kind of annoying and they have a fun back and forth. It could be like a Back to the Future thing. Character A travels back in time and has to get his parents together, whatever, you know? And so it felt like yeah. an actual story first. It felt a bit, not maybe like the actual plot isn't the most original but it did feel like an original kind of movie idea the way it was carried out or what that's what i mean a real movie and this is again i've mentioned this a lot in this pod because i feel like this is a great you know measuring stick barometer for this sort of stuff because we again we talk to a lot of nerds we are nerds i saw this movie with my mom Mm. who again a lot of these things especially lately she's not really on board with she's like what what's loki doing why is there 50 million kangs like i don't really give Uh a shit whatever and this one she loved this movie she had a really fun time she was like that was a great movie that was really funny and i was like yeah it was just like a movie that i feel like you can enjoy not being a superhero fan you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um which is why i found it so weird i found mr sunday who i'm not trying to start any beef with big fan um Mm. and i haven't Uh listened to his full review 
but I saw a YouTube short where, though, one thing I saw, he was like, what a soulless corporate piece of garbage or something. And I was just, I was really surprised Damn. by that. Because, I mean, because also, again, not starting any beef. I love his channel and podcast. It's all great. I, I believe he said Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania was okay. You know, it was just fine. And a lot, I was like, okay. the things that, so, that, that so, I was so, just saying. Again, you mean, you, you mean him no harm. No beef. First of all. No beef. Big fan. Huge no fan. harm, no beef. But it does sound like I'm. You know what? I'll take this one for you. Oh, it does sounds like he's kind of off his rockers, isn't he? What the <laughs> hell? Lost his fucking marbles. I don't know. It's just it surprised <laughs> me because I was like, what the hell? The the complete like mid slash corporate bullshit, whatever that you've said is like, yeah, it's pretty good. Which again, everyone's out of their opinion. No beef. I'm a big fan. But I was just surprised that I was like, this is the one that you call like. <laughs> sounds like you're starting beef. <laughs> don't want to start a beef this is the one that you think is like corporate garbage soulless hollow product i was like this has more not even heart it's just funny it's like a comedy i don't know i thought the comedy was, was just good. better than most superhero movies these days like the best scene in the movie is there's a scene where barry and barry and like a couple of their friends are sitting in an apartment and it's just like it's basically like a scene from new girl like it's just like a comedy scene but it's not uh-huh. super cringy like a lot of superhero. Com- Maybe other people thought it was. I don't know because other people really did not like it. But I was like, this is really funny. Did it, it have? Like did a- it have the kind of new girl vibe? Or yeah, well, it was just like you know, kind of quick back and forth. Like someone says something stupid and someone kind of acknowledges it in a funny way. And it was just like it felt kind of like a Lord and Miller because I know they were on board with this like long time ago. I don't know if that was any leftover influence, but a bit of that like Twenty One Jump Street, New Girl type of comedy mm. sometimes. So anyway, I was just saying overall, and that's throughout the movie. That stuff is why I really enjoyed it, basically, because the Barry Barry dynamic is fun. And the uh, by the way, just real quick, the other thing that I liked is that it's a bit of a return—not a return, but it embraces being like a goofy superhero movie. The opening scene is the Flash saving eight babies falling out of a hospital building, and <laughs> again, it, it God, that's looks so horrible. that's so out of character for Ezra. <laughs> There's a great clip of the Flash putting a baby in a microwave to save it. And I mean, just given the context of Ezra Miller, just like kind of seems like his latest crime. Turning it on. (laughs) He's not (laughs) in super speed mode. It's a deleted scene. He's making lunch. (laughs) Ezra making a nice lasagna, but instead of lasagna, it's a baby. (laughs) Yeah. I'd like to be clear. Ezra, uh, not a baby eater. As far as we know, you know, could be the next as far headline. as we know, you know. There were a lot of headlines back in the day. They might pick up again, but... Um, Ezra Miller walks in on people in the hotel room, throws chair at woman, and <laughs> ate a newborn. <laughs> and microwaved a top. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, stuff like that where it doesn't take itself too seriously. And the opening, like, there's mm. a... The Justice League kind of shows up in the opening. Batman helps him out, and then Wonder Woman's there and whatever. And it's... Again, I get it. It's sort of that part is, feels kind of like cheap, and they kind of look weird in their costumes and stuff. But it's again, it's just like it doesn't feel too serious. And maybe that's what people didn't like because you know this Snyder fan base. Maybe they didn't like that. I don't know. Okay, we can talk about some bad stuff um, if that will appease Wait, be- people. Be- before I mean, I guess just just over overarching question here: mm. Would you say this is one of the best movies in the DCEU so far? I'd say it's probably my if favorite. Even the best. I'd say of of the Man of Steel DC movie, I'm trying to think. I like Birds of Prey as well, which I know other people also hate, so they'll probably be like, this motherfucker's favorite movies were The Flash and Birds of Prey. What other movies? I guess Aquaman was fun in how fucking stupid it was, but like... Uh Uh-huh. I don't know. I think... I. It might be. Like, it's not as good of a... It has a lot of more problems than, you know, something like The Batman or something like that, but... 
Mm. I mean, just tonally, I thought it was uh, did, you, did you like this more than the Batman? No, no, no. Okay, I was gonna, okay, I was gonna say No. That. Like, again, uh, problems. Again, it looks fucking terrible. The entire... That being said, though, the action scenes are kind of fun. If you get past that it looks... You know, the effects are really bad. There's fun stuff mm. going on in the action scenes. They're going through time. They're fucking... They're doing quips and stuff. They're maybe, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe... Because a lot of the times with the latest superhero movies, like when I, or latest Marvel movies, when I see people going like, this movie was hilarious. Like, like, ah, those jokes were kind of a little bit cringe or whatever. So maybe I'm on the other side of that now where everyone's like, because mm. it's very silly. I mean, like there's, it's very goofy. There are jokes about like, you know, his teeth, his tooth falls out and then he puts the tooth back in and it falls out again, whatever. But like, it was just done in like a funny way. I thought you would, they also make fun of how annoying he is as a character and also his stupid fucking run, which I loved because there's a part where he barely okay. gets like depowered. And he doesn't realize yet, so he tries to do his flash run, and they show him running in, like, real time with his giant looping arms, and it was really <laughs> funny, and I was like, thank you, someone acknowledged that that run is fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, we should also talk Michael Keaton's Batman, who... Mm, yes, The Return. I believe right before the movie came out, I said, in everything I've seen in, in from this movie, he looks like he wants to put a shotgun in his mouth. And did that stay? Did that stay true? I stand by that. <laughs> like, maybe I wouldn't go that far, um, but a lot of this feels <laughs> maybe just a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels pretty phoned in for Michael Keaton. Like it's fun to see the mm. you know character again in the bat suit and hear the music. Um, and there are a couple of fun moments where he does you know his opening like when he shows up he has like a big beard and he's like a crazy homeless man who does karate on them, and that was kind of enjoyable I guess. Um, okay, nice. but whenever he's doing Batman stuff, it's it's really bad. There's a part where like he, like he just does a bunch of one-liners, and they feel like again someone has a gun to his head. Like he he says, "There's one point where he <laughs> does he does he does he hit you with the classic want to get nuts." He does. Let's get nuts, and it's terrible. Now that was that was cringe. I'll give you that. People will say this movie's cringe. That was cringe. That was, that was pretty cringe. That was. <laughs> There's a part where he's about to beat up a bunch of goons. And it like zooms in on his face to do a one-liner, and he says he says something in this you know phoned-in way where he's like, "This is gonna hurt." And I was genuinely confused oh. if he was talking about the goons or him. Like if it's gonna be painful for him because he's so old, or if it's gonna hurt the goons he's about to beat up. Um, <laughs> Never good when you don't know if Batman's talking about the goons or himself. <laughs> Um, also, like, it's, it's a stupid superhero movie, whatever, but it is a little funny because it's like you know eighty-year-old Michael Keaton, and then. Clearly, just his stunt man. Eighty years old? I think so. Ah, he's probably seventy. Yeah, eighty might be. But it's no fun. Watch it be like forty-two. But like, it'll it'll be you know old man Keaton, and then it'll cut to him doing like crazy kung fu shit, and I'm like, mm. couldn't you have Keaton maybe you know being a little more believably older, like maybe doing something <laughs> on he breaks his leg? No, trying to kick, trying to kick the goon, and then just <laughs> concaving his knee. <laughs> His instant concussion. He didn't even move. We can talk cameos as well. So there's Ben Affleck's okay. Batman, who looks like he's ready to be nice. done with these. Um, <clears throat> but it is what it is. Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, who I stand by. <clears throat> hate to say it. Actually, I don't hate to say it. I don't care. Not a very good actress. Um, she isn't. She's in it for like she two really seconds. I, I know, but like everything I've seen her in, she's not good at acting in my opinion sorry no offense um, <laughs> I, thought say, I thought you say she's not good at anything really <laughs> no, I mean, wonder like, woman more like i wonder how this woman got this role because <laughs> <laughs> i remember when the movie came out people were like she's so powerful and she stands there and she's an inspiration and i guess she's good for, it's like she has a, like a presence i guess yeah she was, she's got a good presence but like in terms of actual acting but does she have charisma i don't think she's that charismatic i don't think she's 
interesting I, at all. I don't think she's. Co- I, I don't, don't know why. Yeah, I'm I, mean, I think she's just got this kind of like. She's got this kind of like presence. I think. Oh. Yep. She's got this presence, but I don't think she's act. God damn it! Let me quickly put my phone on. And then there is. Uh, there's a. There's a. What's the cameo? Oh yeah, Christopher Reeve's Superman shows up as CGI. Um, they also have fucking Nicolas Cage as Superman, which I don't know why. Because uh, he was gonna be in a Superman movie, and so th- I mean I don't I don't know that one was a bit. I mean it's all goofy, it's all stupid. But in the big finale, it, it's supposed to be a little bit you know kind of serious ish, and then it's like and there's Nicolas Cage. No, as he's Superman. the least Superman person in the world. No, it's a confusing casting choice. I see why they didn't make the movie, but. It kind—I was kind of funny, I guess, but it sort of took away a little bit. Um, they also—they had some. I think they had the Superman actor from like the fifties, the like, uh, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman type guy who apparently, mm-hmm. uh, allegedly killed himself because of, or maybe not allegedly. I don't know. I didn't look into this too much, but people were mad because he apparently killed himself because of the slump that being Superman put his career in, and so people were like, "That's extremely disrespectful mm. to bring him back," which maybe it is. I have not looked into it too much. I do think. Because I saw a lot of that where people were like, oh my god, people actually like The Flash? They brought back the Superman. And like, if that's all true, yeah, that's super shitty and they shouldn't have done that. I don't think that's a good reason to be like, The Flash fucking sucks. Because they, you know, did this. I mean, yeah. you can say that thing sucks, but I don't know. And then at the end, I, th- I this, this is kind of funny as well. Uh, at the end, he goes back to his universe. He's like, oh, everything's normal again. And then he's like, hey, it's Bruce Wayne over there. And Bruce Wayne is, in fact, no longer Ben Affleck, no longer Michael Keaton. It's George Clooney. <laughs> 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 I thought you would enjoy, especially. It's it's kind of amusing. <laughs> what a nutty ass ending! Is that <laughs> Which is like also just like I don't know? It was, it had all these fucking references that usually would be kind of annoying or kind of dumb, and like you're like rolling your eyes, like oh they got fucking Patrick Stewart out again, great, whatever. But like, there was hmm. something about the way they did this one where it wasn't <laughs> annoying. It was just kind of fun. Like it was, it didn't okay. feel so serious. And also, I like I love that it didn't give a shit about like. I don't know, everyone takes this shit so seriously, maybe us included, but like, you know, like, what's gonna happen with the DCU next? And technically this ends with him being in a world where George Clooney is Batman, you know what I mean? Like, nothing matters because they're rebooting yeah. it all. It's like, who gives a shit, you know what I mean? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Uh, emotionally, like, it was it was fine. There's kind of a generic story about like, oh, my mom, I love you, whatever, and it was, it was okay. The big finale is fine. The villain turns out it was him the whole time, which they fucking, I feel like they've done that 20 times in the Flash TV show, but... The, vil- the villain was Other Barry? Yeah, and because he tried to stop his mom from being murdered, and then he became this monster, and then it's like, the monster you saw at the start of the movie was actually Barry from another future, and it's like, yeah, they've done this fucking trillion times. Like, I get it. Towards the end, it starts to feel more, like, about the last third, it feels more like, as Mr. Sunday would say, a corporate soulless product, whatever. But I think the first mm. two-thirds, genuinely one of the funniest superhero movies in years. Really, really enjoyable. Very good. I cannot wait to watch it. Weirdly genuine. Weirdly, like... Like, actual work was put into it, or, like, actual thought was put into it. Like, it was made by someone funny, which I did not expect from this film. Um, Yeah, should we talk real quick before we wrap it up about Ezra Miller? Um, Let's talk. I don't know. At the the premiere, he said something like, I thank you to everyone who's been, you know, going through all this with the, like, quote, context of my life. Which I feel like that's a a way of putting all of the crimes that either you did (laughs) or were alleged that you did. (laughs) Um, <laughs> I mean, I think it's good that he acknowledges it, but the context, Ezra, who are we kidding? I get it. People deserve a second chance and you can't, I don't, depend. You said on, that like you do not believe it whatsoever. <laughs> no, it's because like, depending on what he did, because some of the stuff, look, he choked a person and threw a chair at someone, obviously very bad, obviously should be punished, 
should be, you know, I don't think he ever, did he ever go to jail or something? But, like, he should be punished, whatever the punishment is for that yeah. crime. But and that's then the, I guess... I, I, it's not a career-ruining thing. No, some I, of the stuff, say. which I don't... Again, I'm not, like, an expert on, so I don't want to talk about it like I know everything, but there was... I think there was something about grooming, and there was something about, like, hiding a... Hiding, hiding out a mom and her kid or Baby something. in a microwave. Oh. <laughs> that, that, that was in the movie, to be clear. But, like, I, I think... <laughs> That stuff, like, if that's proved, if that's true and all that, like, if there's more serious shit, then yeah, like, then you do need to either, well, yeah, you need to, like, face the punishment, and you shouldn't be able to just be, like, a celebrity. You shouldn't just get out of shit because you're famous. So it's kind of, I don't know really what to say, because I feel like people watch this movie, and they're like, oh, he was really likable in that. Like, let's just, you Mm. know, it can't be that bad. And it's like, that's his job. His job is to be likable and fun and, like, an actor. Actors hold jobs. That's why it's so hard to believe them when they say shit, because literally their profession it's like if a plumber is good at fucking fixing your toilet you know what i mean they're supposed to make you like him so he could still be really shitty he could be someone who has a lot of issues and hopefully is working through them probably somewhere in the middle should that person be a celebrity and be able to make all this money and be on these movies and go the red carpet probably not i don't think so again it depends on what is true and what's not depends on what's yeah what's actually what's fact or what's fiction but from everything we've heard, yeah, it's, I mean, he seems like a shitty person, I'd say. And it's, it doesn't matter what I think, but the law should, you know, apply. Yeah, all I'm saying is that many other people have lost a lot more for a lot less that they've done, you know? Like, yeah. m- many people have lost other roles and, yeah, you know, ba- yeah, careers almost for, like, things that ma- maybe on par. So that, obviously, that's not an excuse to them, but I'm just saying if a lot of what other people have done is not okay, then there shouldn't be an exception. I can't remember where I heard this. Um, I can't remember who it was about, but it was someone else, someone famous who'd done something bad, and someone was saying, like, if you want to fix who you are and, like, work on yourself as a person, like, that's great, that's really good, but you you can't, you've lost the privilege of being famous and having all the money and having everyone tell you how great you are and walking the red car. Like, you shouldn't, yeah, you can't be put mm. on a pedestal. It's great if you want to work on yourself. Of course, everyone should try to become better and I hope he's being honest about that. But yeah, I also don't think... I think, depending on what is real and whatever, you should not be walking the red carpet and all this kind of shit and get to be in all these movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, This one I get because they had already filmed it, I guess, but whatever. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Big, big kind of deep rant here. Yeah, sorry about that. Or not sorry? (laughs) No, we enjoy. Get political here. (laughs) But yeah, as a movie, The Flash, weirdly, I really enjoyed a lot of it i thought it was fun not without its mm-hmm. flaws but uh surprisingly very enjoyable so i'm curious to hear the because nice. i haven't really i've seen people didn't really like it i haven't really heard the reasons exactly besides mr sunday's youtube short yeah. so i'm curious to see in the comments what people why people thought i took a bhl people on think we welcome the comment mm, i'm very i'm very excited to see this because again we did we did say like the beginning of it looked very fun but then it did start to get a little bit you know go a little bit down in quality with the trailers but I'm still somewhat excited to see this, and with everything you said just now, I'm even more so. I, I'll, I'll report back to you, maybe even on the pod here, and and, and let Please. you know. But I'm hope, I'm hoping it's it's gonna be a dub. Could be a bit of a dub. We shall see. With all that said, it's now time for the dumb news. So we have a little bit of a cheeky article here from etonline.com, which says, as an exclusive, Haley Atwell recalls how Tom Cruise took her grandmother 
on a helicopter what? tour of what? London. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I see. The hostage situation is still and well, active. And well, and well done pause there. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> I didn't actually listen to what the second part of it was. I just oh, started imagining um, all sorts of things. <laughs> took her grandmother on a helicopter tour of London. Um, oh, okay. So he, he does not... He's not holding her hostage, just to be clear. But yeah, apparently Hayley Atwell's mom hates helicopters, but then Tom Cruise showed up and was like, get in. <laughs> Forced and- her into one. <laughs> No, apparently he was like, uh, he was so, you know, suave and charming. And she was like, oh, I'll go on a helicopter ride around London. I, I'll be honest. And nothing against Tom Cruise personally. I don't think I would trust. Okay, this is going to sound really bad. I'm just, but do you not understand me? I don't think I would trust him with my grandmother. I'm not, I'm not like implying anything specific or anything. I just think like. What if, a wild <laughs> sentence. It's like Tom Cruise. Full of implications. <laughs> no, I wouldn't no. trust him with my grandmother. <laughs> no he either get too handsy. No, he'd start no, saying no. a bunch of weird stuff. <laughs> no, I mean, like, just, I'm not what? saying he would do anything bad. What? Just generally. If Tom Cruise, cause I don't think, I don't know. I haven't read this. I don't think she was in the helicopter with them. And I'm not saying he did anything bad. I'm just saying, just as a, as a general presence. If you're having, you know a brunch with your grandmother and then tom cruise pulls up in a helicopter and says i'll oh, get in i'll take you around london and leaves with your grandma would you not be like a little bit worried like just like just from a general point of okay. view okay i will say it does sound like that's not what happened <laughs> sitting <laughs> at a garden party tom cruise lands on your get front in, lawn <laughs> get in <laughs> we go gym <laughs> get in we going ibiza <laughs> Grandma flies. <laughs> it's just unrelated. Grandma just hovers. <laughs> Cruz ties her to the helicopter, swings her around on the way. Uh, anyway, fine. I'll fucking read it. Whatever. Now I'm curious. Haley Atwell, blah, blah, blah. The first thing that comes to mind for me is that he took my grandmother on a helicopter ride on Christmas Eve. Um,. What? This is so random. I took her to a helicopter base in central London that had a cafe attached to it, and we're having a cup of tea, and I said, oh, some helicopters out there. And she went, oh, you wouldn't get me in one of those. Blah, blah, blah. We surprised her, and Tom came... (laughs) And then Tom did. (laughs) Tom came walking around the car. It was so sweet, because my grandmother was like, my grandmother was like, hiya, Tom. How are you, darling? Uh, Blah, blah, blah. She was so relaxed with him, and then he said, I would love to take you on the helicopter. (laughs) Right, and she was like oh fantastic yes i'll just put my walking stick down (laughs) am i also just weirded out by this because allegedly Haley atwell and him dated and this sounds like a weird meet cute between tom cruise and the grandma like does this not sound like the start of a rom-com is this after they dated you know what i think this probably was when they were dating if it was at christmas weren't they dating around then who cares whatever fuck it so look realistically doesn't make it any better tom (laughs) (laughs) realistically a nice thing of tom to do i suppose um, but also comedically, mm-hmm. kind of funny, I guess. Tom Cruise stealing your <laughs> grandmother. <laughs> and you'll never see her again, he cackles. <laughs> <laughs> she becomes the stunt woman for the guy who was thrown out the helicopter in Mission Impossible. <laughs> anyway, good for you, Tom, I guess. That was, that was nice, I suppose. Uh, anyway. Good move, Tom. Very smooth, you sly fox. All right, we're not going to do some comments. Let's fucking do this. Um, Movie Boy says, I was talking 
when Tyrese Gibson drives by nuns and says, this ain't none your business. Oh, yeah, I think he left a comment before and we were like, I don't know what this means. He was doing a Tyrese reference. Uh, Does that make it better? Oh, I see, I see, I see. No, it makes it much worse. Yeah. <laughs> the, fact that, the fact he's also owning up to making a Tyrese reference. <laughs> that's hard to do, actually. Yeah, that's a confession many wouldn't make under torture. Uh, NMS <laughs> says... My brain is melting each time I get a notif- notification for this poorly planned event, and it is on a day other than Friday. It only took six years, but this pod lives up to its legendary name and status. Thank you. We, we try our best. Let's go. Um, Let's go. Bit of a backhanded Al- one, but we'll take it. <laughs> Alfeld says, so let me get this straight. You were willing to bring back the Dwoos, but still haven't brought back Cheats News? Also, what were your <laughs> thoughts on Kaluuya as Hobie Brown slash Spider-Punk? Uh, and Josie says, Cheed's news, Don Cheadle is in secret invasion. Alfeld says, no, it has to be Cheed's only news, no one else. And Josie says, true. So, first of all, <laughs> I thought Kaluuya was very good as Spider-Punk. Um, mm-hmm. And Cheed's news, I, 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 I'm not even kidding. I have looked up Don Cheadle news before to bring back the Cheed's news. He, there's nothing <laughs> about him. He doesn't do anything. Like, uh, there's, no, there's no news to have. Tom Cruise has a new thing every week. <laughs> not much going on that being said he is in secret invasion i watched the first 20 minutes of it and i'll be honest i thought it was really boring and i stopped watching sorry Mm, okay okay hot take cal w says my favorite vin diesel quote is when he said that he wouldn't return for too fast too furious because the studio won't wouldn't take a francis ford coppola approach um who i believe is the director of the godfather films uh i also Mm. genuinely i'm not even kidding i think that's true i don't think he's joking i think i read that somewhere so yeah, that's that's a bit of a God. Rough one. Um, what is it with the what is it with him and Tyrese thinking these are like cinematic masterpieces or wanting them to be? Yeah, no, he's um, a troubled man, but also a very happy man who's you know maybe he's he's living his best yeah. life in his own reality where yeah. his movies are good. Josie says Across the Spider Verse is easily one of my favorite superhero movies ever. Sony has not missed with Spider-Man so far in this decade. To be fair, there's only two that came out in the 2020s so far, but man, did I love it. Also, Vin Diesel annoys the hell out of me. His ego is so big that it makes George look like a small person. And I think uh, he used mm. a word there, but I, uh, I I don't think you're supposed to say that word anymore. But uh, what do I know? Ooh. Hashtag Thunderwear. Hashtag Hobie Maguire. Hashtag Harry Potter in the Chamber of Bussies. Hashtag Bird. Uh, ZJ says, another great unexpected pod, a great way to get ready for bed, also increasing, increasingly rare FDKW on Across the Spider-Verse review. Hashtag Spider-Man Across the Bussyverse, hashtag Dwayne Beef, hashtag Cruise Bomb. I don't know, um, what did we talk about with Cruise? Did we talk about a Cruise Bomb? That sounds- a bomb? Sounds kind of terrifying. Also, uh, we talk so much fucking shit that we just <laughs> yeah, probably, erase probably it with the next thing. <laughs> I mean, cru- hashtag cruise bomb could tie into the, the grandma article. <laughs> Tom Cruise took my grandma, hashtag cruise bomb. Um, <laughs> Lucas says, Benedict at the beginning, let's get right into the news. So um, I believe that's a, that's a Keemstar reference from, from Lucas. Mm. Um, I think we're just going to move on from that one. Um, mm. <laughs> Anarag says, very happy to let you guys know that Dwayne's performance in Southland Tales rivals the insanity of his pain and gain performance. He has some of the craziest line readings I've ever heard. Again, we're going to have to do this. I've never heard of this, but it might have to happen. We might be getting pranked here, but who knows? Um, we shall see. I, I, I think it's worth it. It might be. Uh, Super Mason says, I've been thoroughly looking forward to this pod, and I'm glad y'all both like Spider-Verse. Also, I've started watching New Girl because I want to see what all of this hype is about, and it has lived up to it. Excellent. I'm always happy we can get someone on the on the New Girl nice. train. 
Um, mm-hmm. Jaden says, <laughs> uh, Jaden has listed poorly planned podcast canon events. So uh, this should be interesting Ooh, in relation that's to I, Can I just say I love the whole like canon thing and also the way it's being used in memes now? Yeah, it's it like, bro, you shitting your pants in front of the teacher was a canon event. <laughs> so poorly planned podcast canon events: the destruction of the Brett Dalton cardboard cutout. That was uh, mm-hmm. that was true. The end of the poorly planned podcast. That was that was a canon event. That was a big one. Um, mm-hmm. Morbius, Dune, Hand. <laughs> what a joke. <laughs> BHL's big nose, Freddy's love of the Pirates franchise, and lastly, the, <laughs> the shared collectiveness of nobody finding Tyrese funny. <laughs> I'm sorry, I feel bad. I just, the Tyrese comments are just, because everything else is like layered in irony and like, ah, uh, haha, it's a, and all the Tyrese ones are just like, he's so fucking unfunny. <laughs> I feel bad almost. Hashtag old men in hearses. Hashtag Sigma Chad 2099. I don't know what I'm supposed to make of that. <laughs> Hashtag Banksy face reveal. Hashtag Tate versus Dwayne. Uh, and movie guys added more canon events here. Um, the hmm. Tom Knews. Yasin always being the more favorite friend. <laughs> that is a canon event in your life, I believe. Um, Very canon, yeah. The Big George middle finger. Michael Nathanson loving the pod. Deep cut there. Classic. classic Very moment. deep cut. Um, that was a canon event. <laughs> Freddie always sweating. Cumbledore. I forgot about Cumbledore. <laughs> Again, I don't know the context that was brought up in, and I apologize for whatever that was. Um, And (laughs) Brendan and his ankle obsession, which I believe is a reference to Brenton Thwaites. I saw her ankles. Um, Mm, It's true. I was, you know, I was happy that I got away with you having the big nose and me not uh, sweating in that comment. And then all of a sudden he had to to bring it back. It all came crashing down. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's funny because I think... Like, on a general basis, I probably sweat more than you. I'm a, I'm a sweaty boy myself, but because you wore that light-colored shirt in that one video... Listen, it was just a, it was a, it was a poor shirt choice, okay? That's all it is. It is what it is. Shelf Enthusiast says, Another great episode, and I totally agree with you about Cross the Spider-Verse. Amazing movie. Gwen Stacy's world in particular was jaw-droppingly gorgeous with every frame. Hashtag my father was Spider-Man. Hashtag peak Nick Miller. I agree, it was a very pretty, pretty world. Hmm. NMS says, Tyrese Gibson, what a joke. Very poignant. Very astute. Um, Anson says, So yeah, Across the Spider-Verse was incredible. The animation was so good that it's genuinely beyond words. I cannot believe this movie is real. All the comedy was funny, and the drama was incredibly well handled. The new characters were all excellent, especially the spot. I love how he went from incompetent goofball to eldritch horror in a way that actually felt believable. Gwen's arc was amazing, and her dimension basically being one big mood ring was absolutely inspired. The music was excellent, especially Daniel Pemberton's score. So many brilliant leitmotifs believe that's how you pronounce that i'm a film student i should know there's just so much to love here mm-hmm. can't say it's better than the original quite yet though it does it really does feel like the first half of a four plus hour epic and thus kind of hard to judge on its own i would agree with that but the combined experience of across and beyond absolutely has the potential to exceed the original nine out of ten overall with the definite p- potential to be an 11 out of 10 depending on how the third movie turns out Ooh. next year I would agree with most of that. That was very well put. I I'm like very that. happy that we're getting the next movie so soon as well. Yeah, ten months away. Um, and the and the mood ring comment is a is a astute observation. I have two more announcements real quick. One, Ooh. you can apparently leave comments on individual Spotify episodes. I just found out recently. So if you're listening on Spotify and you want to leave a comment, I should put this in earlier. I'll do it next time. But um, you can do that, and I can like publish it or something, and then it shows up. So that's cool. Also, by the way, and very I'll, nice. Say this again earlier in the pod next time. I deleted my Twitter and my TikTok account permanently forever. So you can uh, Ooh, you can no longer really? find me on TikTok or Twitter at BHL 
Hudson or BHL underscore Hudson. Uh, we can discuss now, it when some you other say time. Deleted, it, okay, deleted. Is that you just deleting the account or delete or is it like deleting the app? Uh, deleting the account. The account is gone. Damn. Fully, well, yeah. I guess I'll be the only Twitter boy here. <laughs> yeah. So we will. We can discuss that a little more next time up top, so people are aware of that. But anyway. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, drop a like, subscribe, hit the bell button, leave a comment down below what you thought of The Flash, what you thought of everything we talked about, what you thought of this pod. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, The Poorly Planned Podcast. And if you're listening there, we're on YouTube, The Poorly Planned Podcast. It's great. Leave a five-star rating, a nice review, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, Tell your friends and family. Who knows? Who will like it? You can find me on YouTube, (laughs) BHL Hudson, Instagram, BHL underscore Hudson, letterboxed, real BHL Hudson, and you can email the pod at bhlhudsonvids at gmail.com. God, I feel I feel naked after hearing that. Anyways, you, <laughs> you can are find naked. me on <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter oh. at FDK underscore Dalt Sniper. Um, I say you can find me, you most certainly cannot. I'm never on it. But anyway. <laughs> Still, still tweet me. I'll check it like every two months or something, and maybe <laughs> something will come up. You can also find me on Instagram at Fidelguard. You can find me on Letterboxd at FTK underscore Thrums, and on YouTube at FTK Space Gaming. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time. <gasps> Russell Crowe's little daddy. <laughs> 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 <laughs>